Welcome to the final volley from Mr. Nick and Mr. Justin. A lot of tenderness went into it and all for your listening pleasure. Enjoy. Additionally we have included the Lucky Nightsticks President's Day is Fuck 26 Minute Masterpiece in its entirety. So you know when to turn the podcast off. Because this is fuck. But we found coffee. We did. We did. At a, at a place called? Porter's. Porter's Coffee. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's no. about a 4,000 square foot coffee shop with about 150 square feet devoted to coffee and antiques everywhere else. You gotta love it. You said they had a basement, which we didn't go down to. A basement filled with, well, I bet you it was like Charles Fleischer's basement in Zodiac. I, I would hope. Zodiac. Great movie. It is a pretty good movie. Also a kind of bear. I have to watch that movie because I got, I got refreshed respect for Gyllenhaal, so... I have to watch it again because oh, you I saw thought, Prince of Persia. I thought it was that. I thought he was out of his league a little bit in that movie. He's not. He kind of is still. I think no. He's a little too young for that role. I think. Well, Grace Smith has been pretty much written off as a loony. The the guy that wrote it. The guy. The guy he plays. Yeah, you know what's so funny is that I read that guy's book before the movie came out, and the book is awful. Um, it's just hard to read because it's so detailed, and you just get the feeling that that the author had a, a fat, it's such a fat, not a, only a fascination with the killer, but like really put himself into the killer's shoes. And that's what um, I thought they kind of got wrong in the movie. They didn't go far enough into that. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of the update. So people, what the people think he's a crackpot? The author? I'm sure he's still writing Zodiac books. Well, if the, I think he, I think he recently passed, but. I, did he? I think. I, I, but the, I read a book recently that probably isn't true either. That they ripped him? The guy, uh, I think we talked about this in the podcast. It's a guy who dis- discovered he was adopted and then discovered that his father was a Zodiac through his research. Right. I heard about this book. I read it. And it's it's it sounds good. Sounds compelling. Sounds like it could be true. But so he does he cast aspersions on Greystoke? What is the name? Graysmith? <laughs> Greystoke. Yeah. He's the, he's I wish it was fucking Greystoke. Was that was Tarzan investigating the Zodiac? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought, right? Um speaking of Do you think that that's uh, it like a vapor shop fucking vape? There's so many vapor shops. I guess in the North Georgia mountains, people do nothing but vape and rape. It's disgusting. The Rusty Bike Cafe. That's right. That's where you go to eat some bikes. There's Mama G's Italian restaurant. Say what you see. <laughs> um, do you think... Who do you think committed the... Uh, the uh, murders? Paradise Lost murders? I don't know. Cause I, that that guy died. The guy that they think, yeah, did it. And the guy that they originally thought was the Zodiac died before they could pin it to him. Yeah, the guy that was played by at the end of the movie. They yeah. went to yeah, John really Carroll Lynch. Really raining. Really, it's really uh, raining rough outside. It's raining tough outside. Do you think? Yeah. Why did I just get yelled at for calling what I see? I didn't yell at you. Oh, you fucking chastised. I did not chastise you. Put you on blast. Is that what I did? I don't know what that means. 
called you out, I guess. See, I. Why don't we ever see a UFO? We're in the perfect UFO territory. I know. We've, we've seen plenty of unidentifiable, unidentifiable things in the casino, as far as like behaviors and uh, people rubbing on the slot machines and stuff like that to get for good luck. I guess that those are weird enough. Maybe that's why the UFOs don't come down here. The behavior's too strange. Now we're 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 a mile away from a, an adorable looking spot. Yeah, it's adorable. It's called Goats on the Roof, and I've passed it you know a few few dozen times now. And it actually looks like a charming little place. It's like a little little place, little hangout. There's Badcock again. Yeah, it sounds like um, the porn version of uh, the Will Smith movie, like Hancock and Bangkok. Yeah, Badcock. Wasn't that movie? Didn't that that movie originally had a kind of suspicious sounding name anyway. Tonight He Comes. Tonight He Comes, right. That is a terrible title for that movie. Change it to Hancock. The Hancock? Yeah. Hancock. But... Remember there was rumors that they were going to make a sequel to that, to that for a long time. I wonder how audible this is going to be. Yeah. Maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait till the rain. It is pour in bush. So we're hanging out. So Justin brought up a possibility about sequels. He was talking about U.S. Marshals. Why not? Why not? Why not talk about U.S. Marshals? We never talk about it. We don't talk about it enough. I think the big the big thing about that was they took a, a minor character from the original, gave him long hair, and then killed him off in a sad moment. Like they tried to build him up so they can kill him off. Remember that? Right, right. I thought for a second you were talking about Tommy Lee Jones as the minor character. That, that was the thing. He. They gave him the spinoff. They gave him the sequel. He got, like, the, he got the Oscar. For The Fugitive? Yeah. Oh, he did, huh? But but they couldn't... You know, they probably... When they originally started conceiving of a new movie, they probably tried to figure out how they are gonna they could bring Harrison Ford back in, right? Like, you kind of would want to bring the star of the successful movie back in somehow. But it's, it's pretty hard for The Fugitive because... How do you... What's the next story? He's running again? Like, The Fugitive 2? Like... Wasn't it Celia? Celia Ward was his wife, right? For a minute, she got killed. Who killed her? The one-armed man. The one-armed man. Dead actor. He died. Yeah, he died. Yeah, I think he did die. Right? He did. He did died. he have a real? Did he have a real one arm? Yeah. Really had one arm. He really had two arms. He didn't have just one. He had two. But it was one of them fake. No, they were both great. So there was a seat. What, they, did they do Lieutenant Dan on his arm? No, they just. I think they did the old, wear your hand behind you and then pin the shirt. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. So what I'm thinking is like so they gave Tommy Lee Jones um, the, the spinoff, which is which is great because he is the breakout character from that movie, um, and Wesley Snipes was the new fugitive, right? They were chasing him down for something. I don't. I don't remember what. Do you? No, I think he betrayed his country. Okay. So, but you know, uh, how would how would have they, I guess, brought Harrison Ford because they wanted to bring Harrison Ford back in? I'm sure because at the time he was a huge, huge box office draw. So, what do you think that they suggested? You know, like because they had a, someone had that job suggesting come up with ways to get Harrison Ford back in this movie, you know, back in the sequel. He's on the run again. Like what? What is it? It's impossible, I guess. Well, I mean, taken. 
didn't stop. Yeah. Even though the breakout character from that was John Grise. Was he? Did he show up in any of the sequels? I thought he showed up in the second one. I haven't seen the third one. The second one pretty much guaranteed I wouldn't see the third one. Third one was supposed to be the worst, right? That's where Famke uh, got killed in the trailer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I guess they could have been Speaking like... Speaking of sequels, you just see what we passed? What? Nell's Produce. So we know where she's been. Nell. Sequel to Nell. She has a produce stand. Oh, Nell. Like Jodie Foster? Yeah. What was her problem? She she was raised by like... Um, or maybe by her... She was raised in the forest or by, by by like hill people or something and then she couldn't she had her own language right and it was like you sound like Jar Jar a little bit did it I don't know I saw this I saw the first couple of sequels was Nell the prototype for Jar Jar I never made that connection the sequel was better than the original what Nell 2 Nell Bound you see it <laughs> I didn't see it that's a, what about there's a there's a that's long, what we should pitch Nell in space. <laughs> Still can't talk. <laughs> space, no one can hear you mumble. So then, what I was thinking, you know, I was thinking another, another subject I was thinking about was movies that are just completely buried by time, like kind of super forgotten. And one movie, one of those movies is Somersby with Jodie Foster and Richard Gere. Do you remember Somersby? He, he dies. He takes the, the personality of a dead man. He's like the name yeah. of a dead man. Yeah. So he, her, I think the premise is Jodie Foster's husband is supposedly killed in the Civil War. Maybe no, I don't know. Some war. And he comes back, uh, even though he's dead. Richard Gere comes back and says he says he's the husband, right? She doesn't remember what he looked like. I guess she. I guess he said. I guess maybe he looks similar. I don't know. It's been a long time. And it's, it takes place in Somersby. Uh, some state, so Somersby, uh, Idaho, or something. Okay. Um, but that's a movie that I there's, there can't be a lot of people that have seen that. I actually saw that in the theater. Why the fuck did you see? And that? Uh, you know another movie that a lot of people ha- there's no way people have seen that's kind of buried by time and forgotten. Indian Summer. Mike Binder. That that uh, Ramy Sam Ramy had a, uh, a, a rare he the role groundskeeper. In it. Yeah, a, kind of a comedic. It's a Mike Binder movie. Is it Mike Binder? It had to be his first, if not one of his first movies. Maybe his first. Yeah, it's like a... Who's in that fucking movie? It's like... It's Mike like Binder? Dreamcast. Like, you know, this old gaming system. Oh. No, but it is it is like a Dreamcast. There's like... Um, Paxton? Maybe Paxton. Um, one of, like, Vincent Spano. Like, one of those guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> Spano in the house. Oh shit! You didn't. Maybe like Diane Lane, Lane, but like some actors like that ilk are in that movie. It's like it was kind of like a thirty-something type. It was like a big chill. Yeah, big chill camp kind of thing. Right, exactly. Okay, I so forgot that. Well, I, it was a low-budget movie. It wasn't, but, big but it was in theaters. I saw it in the theater, but that's. Not, wonder if that movie's even on DVD. Like that's what I'm yeah, talking it about. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It's. It's out there. Because he ended up doing more movies. He became Kevin Costner's shit boy. Right, but he did. He does, he's done lots of movies that the have upside never of anger, fucking black and white. He didn't do black and white. He did. Did he do black? He directed black? the shit out of black and white. I thought that. Oh, that was recent, right? Yeah. He did that. Um, 
9-11 movie with Sandler that um, ran over me. Oh, yeah? Which has a good Sandler performance, actually. Don Cheadle? As it hev- heavily features Shadow Shadows of the Colossus. The game? Yeah. Amazing. Heavily features that movie, or that game. Is that what it's called? Hell yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, I love that game. Is it Shadows of the Colossus? Shadow of the Colossus. Or Shadow of the Colossus. How is it tied to 9-11? Sandler's has uh, maybe three daughters and a wife that are killed in a plane uh, crash, I think. It's definitely his whole family. He definitely has children, and his wife was killed. And and um, his pet, I think, even. I think. His pet? Maybe. That's not good. Maybe not. Maybe not. But he, he loses, obviously, and he's just destroyed by it, obviously. And, and he, he's actually really good in that movie. He's almost like comatose in a, in a weird way. And uh, it's got uh, Don Cheadle, uh, Liv Tyler's in it, and, oh, the girl that gets destroyed by sharks in Deep Blue Sea. Saffron. Saffron's in it. Playing a woman that initially hits on uh, Don Cheadle. I think Cheadle plays like a dentist or something and um, uh, then she kind of are they in grief counseling together or some shit no what happens is Cheadle was like Sandler's old roommate in college I think and, and he he bumps into him just randomly on the street and Sandler's basically just he's just their shambles you know and so Cheadle tries to help him Jada Pinkett Smith is in it how, do, how does Shadow of the Colossus figure in so Sandler lives in this apartment that they had they, they they had lived in I think and he is constantly trying to remodel the kitchen like his wife and that's a project that they were working on I think so anyway he has, he just plays he's just he plays that game all the time like he's obsessed with it um, and it's like kind of takes him out of his reality and so he tries to get Cheadle to play it you know and Cheadle starts to like the game the game too because it's a great game um, how does it end. I mean, it's really heartbreaking. That's the thing. It's a heartbreaking film, but it, it has this kind of cheesy courtroom scene where they're, they're it, it, it's courtroom. They, it, it's very like emotional, but it also doesn't make a lot of sense, like the, this courtroom thing. But it ends with basically Sandler reconnecting to her parents that that had suffered this loss and they he had withdrawn from, but they had loved him. And then it um, it ends with um, him kind of making these connections to. Um, that Saffron Burroughs character and Cheadle is his friend. You know, they, he moves into a new place, so he moves on. He moves on a little bit. It's actually a pretty. I like the movie. I, mean, I think it's pretty, pretty interesting, and I think a lot of it is Sandler. Sandler is actually really good in it, which is why I was surprised in the sequel that they did a spinoff with the Cheadle character. Which I mean, uh, it's Bring like it all back. Nice. It's it's it's, const, it's 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 Hollywood logic, man. I mean, granted, he was the breakout character in it. And 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 it, Sandler's got a cameo. What's it called? It's Rain Over Me Again. But it's it's it starts off and uh, Sandler's he's doing okay. Right. It's, it's it's like a prologue. He gets a call. It's Cheadle. He's right. like, "What up? Why isn't Shadow of the Colossus on the PS4?" And they have like a true like a truly deep discussion about it. Right. Which is something we keep asking ourselves: Why haven't they come out with a sequel? Right. Right. They get off the phone. And Cheadle finds out that everybody in his family was killed. 
Well, then, that's a part of the big part of the first one is that Sheetal kind of regresses. Well, he regresses into Charlie. The character's name Charlie regresses into Adam Sandler's world. Like he becomes more like Sandler is like kind of a kid in a weird way. Like at least he's he's just got you know no responsibilities really anymore and used to have all these responsibilities. And Cheadle kind of in a way is attracted to his life, I think, and withdraws from his own family. So that's yeah. part of the movie. Well, it's a shame that he loses them in the next film. It is because he yeah he does reconnect. That's another big part. Cheadle in a lot, a lot of ways is the main character of that movie. He was a very good actor. Now, the big breakout character in that one is a new character played by Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, finally. Yeah, so we'll see we'll what see happens. Yeah, cross your fingers, fingers. Fingers crossed for Rain On Me. Rain Over Me, another. It's pretty um, good. That's a good movie. But that's the thing is, you think they try to squeeze in a Ford cameo. Like, maybe him and him and, and U.S. Marshals, like, he, there's a scene where Tommy Lee Jones is having breakfast and Harrison Ford comes out of their buddies. You know, like they every every month they meet at like uh yeah, you know, like the puddle house or something. Yeah. From, they meet know. actually that they, they have a picnic at the waterfall. Remember when you used to chase me? Remember when I jumped the train off that train before Turns out you did care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's a big line. Yep. I don't care. That's a great... I think that's kind of a great movie. Andy Davis. Do you think it is? I think it's kind of a I'm great movie. I'm afraid to watch it now, but yeah, I loved it back it's, then. It's got a... It's got a interesting... Um, it's got an interesting bit bit role from a young Jane Lynch. It's in that movie. And um, she plays like a colleague of Harrison Ford's. Great. And um, Julianne Moore. A real small scene with her that's really good. Remember that? Nope. Hospital scene. She plays a doctor. Julianne Moore. And uh, she kind of recognizes Kimball. She suspects something's weird. I think. Like he, he like he's like this homeless-looking guy, but he diagnoses one of her patients. She's like, "How do you know that?" And then she gets she turns tables on, calls calls security. He's out of there. It's another chase scene. Yep. There's a few of those in Entourage. Who did the music? Who did like the soundtrack for the Fugitive? Uh, was there a bunch of bands that were like? It's, but it was the Go Go's, I think. Really? Was it? Harry Ford, running, running, running. Tommy Lee, escape is all I ever wanted. Um, what would be great if it did? Like every time there was a frantic chasing, it just the the Go Go's came on the soundtrack, or Belinda Carlisle solo. Yeah. Sombersby. What other what other movies? They're forgotten. That or, that don't have sequels too. Oh. Either either hit movies that have that don't have sequels or, or forgotten movie. Uh, I know a really forgotten movie is the pup. Remember the Puppet Masters? That's another. I think it's a Vince the Spano movie too. That's the remake of the Heinlein thing. Maybe because Puppet Masters and uh, I mean there's like five like Body Snatcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and there's. It's rare that a Body Snatchers movie is good. So like, I, I disagree. I think it's rare that they're bad. I think those are all good. Okay, tell me. Because I, I really like the 70s Body Snatchers movie. Uh, Sutherland. Sutherland. And I really like the Abel Ferrara um, Body Snatchers movie from the 90s. Gabriel like, Anwar? Yeah, I do like those. So what, what movies are you talking about? That's actually a really great movie. And then there's the Puppet Masters, which is with uh, Eric, uh, that, that boring Asian-looking actor. I forgot his name. 
not Vincent Spano. It's no, no, else. Eric. It's like Eric. Yeah, Eric something. Eric Lynn, but not Lynn. It's like he's got a boring. No, he's got a he's got a pretty concise like. He's boring. He's got a boring name. Eric. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. It's fine. Oh, it's not good. Who's in it? That guy. But that's forgotten. That's bare. I saw that in the theater with my wife. Actually, I made her go. She didn't like it. She's upset. But I couldn't. I mean, the Puppet Masters. Oh, can't go wrong. Um, that's not. What is his name, though? We we. I can't believe we can't remember because I think we remembered it before. And I'm surprised that you don't know know it. I get his first name. I'm not sure. Um. What, what, did you ever see the Nicole Kidman, um, Daniel Craig, Body Snatcher? Fuck that movie, no. Invasion or whatever? Yes. Probably great. I think the Wachowskis kind of try to help make that movie good. They should try to help their own movies be better. Did you ever see a Jupiter Sunday? I did not. I don't know why we missed that. I would have gone to see that in a heartbeat. I don't know why we skipped it. And it was hard to see it before it left theaters. It's a, it's a, it's on a, it'll be on iTunes in a couple weeks. That's always like a, a bad marketing technique when the, you interview Wachowskis before the movie comes out and they're throwing dirt on their, their film career saying it's probably over. Maybe wait for a couple weeks after the movie comes out. But they were saying that they're probably not going to get a, another shot at big budget uh, filmmaking ever again. They're probably right. Yeah. I'm surprised they got this one. I'm surprised they got money for Jupiter Sunday. It looks like it has moments. Yeah. It does look like it. Apparently, there's a. Somebody said on Facebook that there's a pilot in it. That's an, uh, There's an elephant that's a pilot in it. Like a space pilot. That's an, alone almost enough for me to want to see it. So. <laughs> it's not enough for me. How is it not? You love that kind of stuff. Elephant pilots? Yeah. I, I, I kind of do. You always talk about them. Pachyderms? In a flight suit? That's what you cannot stop. It's another un- unknown movie from back in the old. But pachyderms and flight suits? What? I'm trying to think. What's another great, like, kind of... Forgotten? Yeah, like a kind of lost to time movie. Jennifer 8? Existence? No, Existence isn't so forgotten, I don't think. I mean, that's a movie that has sort of falling. It's a Cronenberg film, so already it has a little bit of elevated, um, you know, elevated as awareness. Cron- as Cronenberg movies go, it's pretty forgotten. But it's actually a good movie. It's, you, you don't it's like it, odd. but I think it's, it's odd. Good. It's, definitely, well, it's definitely odd. It's got some great great stuff on it. It's a mind, it's a mind F of a film. Um, you got to, I'm surprised you're not bringing up any because you, you know. I, I know, I'm trying to give you some, some time, some moments. I have moments. Go ahead. Don't bluff. Just start talking if you have some. I'm trying to give you some moments. I'm trying to give you some moments. I'm always dropping fucking Julian Poe into shit. <laughs> well, Julian Poe isn't forgotten just because we bring it up every show. Is that where we're supposed to turn right? It didn't say it. But look at the sign. Look at the thing. So you want to turn to the gas oh, station? Okay. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'll just go, go about my business over here. It's called, why don't you stop trying to be the GPS? I got one. The gyps. What about uh, what about Legionnaire? Legionnaire. Yeah. Wait, is that a, that's not Van Damme? Oh yes, it is. Oh <laughs> yes, it is. 
Legionnaire. <laughs> What's that about? I don't. It's even about know. a legionnaire. Okay. He's uh, probably he's probably either dis. Ouch. He's either discredited right. and has to go on the lamb, or he's just a badass legionnaire. You never saw it. No. What was his? I think it would be great if it's called Legionnaire and it's about a guy who his past his his past is behind him now, and he's at the American Legion playing softball. That's all it is. Maybe other, a potluck dinner. What's the other Van Damme movie that is for, that was like came out and it was kind of a serious, non kick ass movie, um, with like Rosanna Arquette, and it, it was like not JCPD. No, 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 no. That was actually interesting. That's fun. No, um, it was like it was like him trying to be dr- more dramatic. Had kind of a longer title. It's like he's like in a farmer or something. It's you would remember it. It's. I don't know if he's got Lion in the title. He's in Lionheart. Lionheart? Is it another one? It's, one, it's like his third or fourth big movie. Look at this. Movie theater. The oh, Unfriended, Fast Furious, Paul Blart. I have to get to see him. I have to go see Unfriended this week. Such a sucker. By gonna... the way, guess what's on uh, iTunes? What? The Pyramid. Wait, it's not available for rental yet, though. So it's fourteen ninety nine is a commitment for that. Movie. Thanks for bringing up another forgotten movie. <laughs> Although it has to be, it has to have some awareness before it's forgotten, right? And the pyramid just doesn't have. You should see that and Sphere and Cube. It want like you should do a box set of those. Shape the Shapes trilogy. Maybe get Chuck Norris as the octagon in there. Get, shape the shape of things. As shape well? the shape quintet. Oh yeah. Oh, triangle. The shape quartet. Quart- What's triangle? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the yeah, cute yeah. Melissa George. That's actually pretty good. That movie. Did you ever see it? I bought it, and it's been it's it's been on my iPad for like two years, and I keep trying to decide. It's actually pretty good. I keep trying to decide. Yeah, check it out. I like I, Melissa George. I like her so much that that I don't. But she's the only. She's the lead. I can't commit. It's hard to commit two hours to her. It's the guy that did that uh, Severance, which I, I think know. Is a great Christopher film. Curry or Christopher. Christopher... But Christopher for sure. I don't know his last name. It's like hyphenated, I think. No, it's like something, CC. Christopher something Smith or something. Yeah, something. Um, and he did that Black Death movie. That, that was or, okay. That was bad, actually. He's, he's, he's got some chops, that guy. What was his first movie? It wasn't before Seven. He did good. that movie that wasn't that good. It was like, um, was Franca Pot- Patent? Patent? Patente? How do you say that? Yeah, Franca Patente. And, um, it was the it was like the horror movie that took place in the tube, like Creep. This, Creep, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did something between that and Severance, though. I think. There's I don't a, think so. There's a movie of his that I really like, and I don't really like Severance that much. Severance is a classic to me. I love that movie. I think it's great. Really? Yes, I think, I think it's, it's okay. Really, really good. I like Black Death. Is Sean Bean? Yes. And. Um, Nils Lofgren? Maybe that guy, like Eddie, Eddie Ray, Eddie Pepitone. No, he's kind of starting to be Red big. Bay? Yeah, he might, he might be a. Um, it's got the um, woman from Game of Thrones, the red, the red-haired. Uh, okay, great. She's great. Fucking great. I don't, I don't remember his name. Cersei? No, the red-haired, like the witch, the the woman. Uh, oh yeah, Stannis. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on now. The girl from Black Book. Yes, and the girl and the woman from the Naked t- all the time. Which is fine by me. She's a beautiful hot. woman. Um, 
No, she's from uh, the, the Tom Cruise uh, German movie as well. Brian Singer. Valhalla? Valkyrie, I mean? Valkyrie. Which uh, is, I kind of like, actually. Not a bad movie. It's kind of an unnecessary movie. Sort of forgotten. Yeah, like, let's okay, let's pick an actor and name what's their most forgotten movie. Like, a famous actor. Right. Like, where if you said, like, Tom Hanks, you'd say, like, the man with one red shoe. Um, maybe Mazes and Monsters for him. That's, that wasn't in theaters. TV, right? Yeah. There has to be a more forgettable Tom Hanks movie than... I think that's a great call, though. What? What, are you going to say fucking Joe vs. the Volcano? No. Not the Burbs. It's gotten too much... Hey, don't keep doing this. What do you punch your shoe for? Come on now. Stop punching your shoe on the podcast. I like to punch my fucking shoe. Well, that's just going to be annoying to hear, punching your shoe. Is that what you... Why don't you turn your back wiper off, then? I guess I should. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Amateur hour. About the wipe. I'm punching the man with one red shoe. Try to wipe the shoe punching out of the podcast. Um, yeah, you might be right. But see, that's the problem with this. that The movies are so forgettable, we're going to forget them. Yeah, but I mean, like... Your mind instantly goes someplace when you're like, what's the most forgettable? So you do a quick perusal. You don't want to actually know the right answer. There's probably something Hanks has done that's even more shitty. Right. Like the Terminal. But... Man with One Red Shoe is pretty good. Um, there was like a love story movie that he did that's even more forgettable though. You got mail? No, it was like of this kind of his young period, like yeah, one of those like after he did Splash or yeah, something, did like I, a serious like costume drama. That's probably the most forgettable one. I can't remember what it is. All right, so let's do another actor. You name one. Bruce Willis. A lot of choices. Half his career is. Super forgettable. Like striking distance. Striking distance is so bad; it's hard to forget. It took. It even took took place in Pennsylvania. It's like got Sarah Jessica. And it does. It's got an interesting cast, actually. I'd say there's a movie that he did with uh, his wife at the time. Demi Moore. Demi Moore, and then um, remember the the remember Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the woman yeah. in that. Well, she was a, she was in a lot of movies. For yeah, a while. yeah, Glenn Headley. Yeah, they were they were sisters in this one, and he was like the husband of one of the characters, maybe Glenn Headley. Um, that's super forgettable, but I can't remember the name of it. He was in, he was uh, yeah, he had like a TV, like he had like a Private yeah. Eye thing too that was awful. What, Moonlight? Not Moonlighting, Jesus Christ! I forgot. But... TV thing? Yeah, I, th- I think it was like made like direct to t- direct. To Death Becomes Her was like a. But that's actually that kind Zemeckis of a fun movie. movie. Yeah, it's kind of a fun movie. It's not a fun movie. He's good in it, though. He's actually really good in it. But yeah, so we're not trying to think of what is legitimately the most obscure film, but one that complete, like that one that was a legit movie that got completely. That you can't remember, barely remember. Yeah. But, yeah it's I tough. mean, my, Hearts War. <laughs> Hearts War could be it. I mean, that, but. That's, he's, he's made so many shitty movies. He has. I mean, surrogates oh. all the time. and. Um, he now, you know, like, uh, what's the, Under the Tuscan Sun, was that one of his movies? Or no. Under the, uh, Under the, Under Some Sun. It's one of those, what movies? It, it's, oh, uh, Tears Fuqua. of the Sun. Tears of the Sun, Fuqua, right? Yeah. Tears of the Sun is pretty forgettable. <laughs> is it not? Yeah. Yeah, that was, the, that was actually the. That's up there. The executive said after they greenlit it. Tears of the Sun, I, I mean, I think. 
Hearts War. And I think oh, Breakfast of Champions. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's the uh, book by the famous dead sci-fi. Yeah, it's a, it a classic book, and then apparently the movie is... Breakfast of Champions is a good one. That's a, I'd go with that. Who else was in it? I don't, that's the thing, is it's impossible to remember. Like Glenn Headley? And it's impossible, it's crazy that he was in it, because... He had a mustache, right? Like, crazy hair? Whenever he tries to do something serious, he, like, kind of nerds himself up, you know, like... Yeah, so probably had... Like, when he did a Wes Anderson movie, right? The, um, yeah. Didn't he have a mustache in that? Yeah. Yeah, so he tries it. When he gets has a more serious role to do... Yeah, because he's not secure, because he knows he's not that good. Although he might be my favorite in Pulp Fiction. He's great in Pulp Fiction. You know, but he has the worst scene in Pulp Fiction, which is that scene with in Bad Girl. Yeah. girl. Yeah. Nightmare Girl. We talked about that recently. <laughs> I don't know about recently, but we have talked about it. All right, so we'll do uh, another big actor. Robert Davi. Let's... <laughs> Take your, take your back. <laughs> uh, no, let's do uh, let's let's do uh, let's do Hank Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's the, the tough part of Harrison Ford is he was acting before we were squirming around in diapers, right? So he he actually that's was not a, true. He was like the you know he was in the wasn't he in the Guns of Navarone two or Force Ten from Navarone Force Ten from which I love actually. It's on all the time on HBO. Did you like it? I think it's pretty It's fine. I liked it because he was in it. Just like I liked The Big Red One because Mark Hamill was in it when I was a kid. I liked The Lights, The Night the Lights went out in Georgia because Mark Hamill was in it. I, I liked it. Yep. Uh, Chrissy McNichol. Yeah. I, li- <coughs> I liked so, Corvette Summer because he was in it. I, I stayed up to watch that The Night's Light went, went out in Georgia uh, specifically because Mark Hamill was in it and people told me that they said, Justin, he's not going to play Luke Skywalker in it. And I said... We'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll I, just, I was like, oh my God, Mark Hamill's been to Georgia. Like, We've been in the same state. I've been in the same state. What was the other one that he was on? What was the one you Corvette were? Summer. And the red, big what? The, red the big one? red one. The Sam Fuller, and, Lee Marvin war movie. And who was in that? Not Hamill. Robert Carradine. Yeah, Hamlin. Yeah. Mike Hamill. Hamill. Um, and he was good enough? Yeah, he was one of the guys. It was like was Robert Carradine, Paul Lamatt, I think, was in it. I don't remember that. Fucking Lee Marvin. Well, maybe that's a forgotten movie just personally. Nah. Big Red One? Yeah. Vietnam flick? Fuck you. I don't think it was Vietnam. Um, so, Who are we on? World oh, War II. Harry Ford. Oh, yeah, so, I mean... Oh. I mean, the big one for him is more recent. It's the... Uh, it's Morning Glory? No, it's the one with uh, Paul Bettany as the bad guy. Oh, it was fuck. What was that one? Surveillance? Maybe it's called Surveillance. Yeah. Maybe. Is it? No, Surveillance is that Jennifer Lynch movie. With uh, Bill Pullman, right? Right. It's a name like that. Yeah. It's like, that's a pretty fucked movie. That might be his most forgotten movie. No, but you you could go like... I mean, you can go back. You could, but I think that might be it. Um, that was when he was in that period where he was just kind of like... They wanted to cast him and stuff, but he just didn't think he wanted... You could tell he didn't really want to act like anymore. Hollywood you know? Homicide and all that shit. Hollywood Homicide is not forgettable, though. People remember that movie. They hate it. Yes. It's a... Uh, Josh Hartnett movie, right? Yeah. Harrison Ford's trying to sell a house throughout the whole movie. It's like trying to sell property. What's the name of that movie? It's like a, it's like a name of like a legal term or something like that. 
like uh, the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, they, with take Paul his, Bettany. they take his family hostage. It's not hostage. No, it's got a name though. It's like a, I think you're right. It starts with an S. I think you're right. Thumb drive. <laughs> Perfect. But it has something to do with the thumb drive. That's why I said that. I mean, it does. Like, there's a big, like the bad guy is like, "I'm gonna kill your family if you don't get that thumb drive to us." Who's, who's the villain? Bettany. Oh, Bettany's the villain. Oh yeah, yeah. Bettany. And then, and then one of the oh, <laughs> sixteen blocks. It's another villain. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> now, that that might be it. Now, who is in sixteen? Like, who is the David Morse is in it? I think. Yeah, I think he's a bad guy. I think it's who's a, it's a black I think Chris, guy. Is it Christopher Sarandon in that? Chris Sarandon. Nobody there? cares. There, who's the who's the is it Chris Tucker? No, no, no. who is it? It's There's like, a director. The director was actually had actually wasn't wasn't a like unknown. I think the Harrison Ford movie starts with an H. Or an I, like interference, but it's not interference. It's something like that, or something stupid. But do you think we think or that collision? Might be a, that collision? Be a, no, no. Collateral is worse than our collision. Collateral damage is worse than collateral, collateral damage. That's an awful. Thumb. Is, it, is it thumb drive? Gonna give me that thumb drive in twenty four hours. I can't. Yeah. The, so the only other person I really remember from that movie was. Um, what is it over? No. Is um, uh, did you ever see the movie Grind? It's like a skateboard movie. It was one of the first Chud advertised yeah, uh, movies. I saw the screening. It's a it's a skate skate. I didn't movie. go to that screening by the way. And there's one of the one of the, you know one of the characters from a, one of the um, the most annoying character in the movie is in is in um, was in that movie is in is in the Harrison Ford movie. Are you looking it up? Yeah. It is one word, I think. But that sounds right to me. System error? <laughs> Fucking firewall. Firewall. <laughs> we were close. Kind of. Isn't the guy like Mike something, the guy that you're talking about, the actor, the young yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, is he Fogel? Like, Mike Fogel, maybe? Mike Fogel. Fogel. No, no, that's the guy, that's the main character in Grind, but the guy in Firewall, his name, look, he's really terrible. He, I, I say the names and I'll remember. Vince Vallouf. Vince Vallouf, yeah, that's it, that's it. But what, who else is in it, Bettany? Big, there's some great Anne people. Or something? Virginia Madsen. Madison, Madison, yeah. You got Mary Lynn Rajko. Okay. I like it. Robert Forster, Robert Patrick, Alan Arkin. Right. What are, what are That's playing? enough. That's a fuck enough. Bad was the baddie. And he had a he had a entourage. He had a whole entourage of baddie. Cool. Is he, were the kids famous? His kids? He had two kids. I don't know. With Virginia Maddie. Looking up body, oh, that's body snatchers. I should look up puppet masters. Puppet masters, yeah. Eric, Thal. Eric Thal. Eric Thal, yeah. Oh, he's so bad. Still working? I'm sure. Keith David, Donald Sutherland, Julie Warner, Will Patton, Richard Belzer, oh. Yafit Koto. I miss Will Patton, though. I love I, him. I, I miss he him. He reads audiobooks that I do. 
He does a lot of Stephen King audiobooks. He's great. Yeah, he said he was a big Stephen King writer. He, I just miss him in movies. I think he's good in movies. Uh, Will Patton? He's yeah. fantastic. How do you not like Will Patton? He's in I, fucking No Way Out. I think he was in Punisher. I think he was in the Jane, Thomas Jane Punisher movie. Yes, he was the right-hand yeah. man. All right, so Harrison Ford, that firewall has to be a... That's right? a great one, yeah. So, let's move on to... Uh, I don't know, what? who's next? You nominate. You nominate, I guess, and then you follow up. It's your um, turn. Meryl Streep? Is that too boring? Yeah. Oh, you go. I mean, I, I'm not... Just name a Hugh actor. Hugh Jackman? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty big, right? All right, let's do Hugh Jackman. He has, a, has he been around long enough? You want to do someone that has, like, a long career? I mean, Jackson's been around a long time. All right, I'll say Kate and Leopold. Done. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that movie, actually. I like it, too. But there's no way if you ever got someone questioned you and said who, right? Who name twenty Hugh Jack movies? You it would be hard to get to that. I would have forgotten. I wouldn't have gotten. I, I wouldn't even get to the X Men movies. Are you kidding? Let's start with Kate Leopold. Who's the girl? <laughs> name a Hugh Kate Leopold. Like you wouldn't get to Jackman yeah. to say it right away. Who? No, Meg Ryan. All right, so I'll give one of her last uh, like starring roles. All right, so we'll do uh, for you, Mel Gibson. You get to you go first, and then I'll follow up with some heat. Gallipoli, great movie. No, that was huge. I love it. I love huge it. movie. It's not huge. Huge movie. Made it help make his name. Mel Gibson. I mean, you could say like Burn on the Wire. That's a that's that's one, one of my least close. favorite movies. Ever. It's close, right? But people do kind of remember it, right? Notoriously. Burn on a wire has got to be close. Um, what's the movie he did when he's on the ship? The Bounty. The Bounty. Great that Bounty's movie. great though. Um, Kill Sunrise is great. I mean, he did that one recently that he directed, right? Or maybe at least Edge of Darkness or Get the Gringo. Get the Gringo. That's did he direct that? I don't think so. But he might have. Get the Gringo's sort of forgettable. You know, one movie that is surprisingly forgettable is Conspiracy Theory. Like it's awful. No, but no one talks about that movie at all. It's Dick Donner. Is it? I think it's Dick Donner. But it's got a huge cast. I mean, it's got um, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, Mel Gibson, um, people. Who else is in it? I don't know. Conspiracy Theory is close. I mean, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart's the bad guy. Bites his nose off, or bites his nose off. Spite his face. I don't know. He's a plays a taxi driver that was like kind of nuts, right? Like he like he's kind of has like a very. Like I'm gonna go Air America. Air America's it's a, that can you could also put that for Downey. We'll do Downey next. That's a good one for him. But what would you say is more forgettable though, uh, Air America or Conspiracy Theory? Uh. Conspiracy theory had a lot of promotion. It did. It was actually a hit, I think. No. Yeah? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was a hit. 
Um, I saw it in the theater at least. I didn't. I don't think I've ever seen it. Well, how you you've seen it? I don't think I have, honestly. Um, it looks so. The Singing long. Detective is another one. Oh, for both of them. Yeah, that might have been. I, and I love that the, didn't get actual release though. It was. It was it like did. it got it got it a was, small release. It was postponed forever. It got shit. Downey threw shade at it actually, and he was really good in it. And actually, it's not a bad movie. It's um, it's just not as good as it's a, the original miniseries, British miniseries, but. Keith Gordon movie. Is that Gambon? Maybe Keith Gordon's last movie, which I, I love. Keith Was Gambon the original singing detective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Donnie was great in it. Katie Holmes is in it. Um, it's got an interesting cat. Jeremy, Jeremy Northam's in it, I think. My, ba- my boy. Your bae. Um, but that's, the, you know, Gibson played like the psychiatrist of that, and he has under heavy makeup. Also, I thought Gibson it. directed it. No, no, Keith Gordon directed it. Huh. And he produced it. His, like, is a production company. What are they called? You know, they, yeah. they're kind of big for I know them. you're talking about. They're actually kind of interesting. They produce interesting stuff. I forgot the name of his production. Icon. Yeah. They actually did great, great, some great work. And they did some shit work too. They kind of fell to the wayside when Gibson went absolutely batshit nuts. But, and he, you know, Gibson I don't think is even 60 yet. That is too bad. And he looks great. He was fun in Expendables. He was great in Expendables, but, God, he just fucking blew it. By being such a racist idiot, <laughs> and for being mean to his girlfriend or whatever too. Yeah, yeah, uh, raging alcoholic. I guess is what he is. He did a lot of interesting, weird shit back. You know, like but a supporter of film and a supporter of interesting films. Like he's such a weird like. But then he did Jesus movie. Yeah, he did. Um, An apocalyptico. Apocalypto. Apocalypto. I mean, that's an, an interesting film. I think. Dog shit. Um, all right. Another all right I don't know if we. I don't think we nailed Gibson. He's been in other stuff. No, I mean, he's, I, I, I'm flanking on like the the, the 1985 to 95. I mean, he was in like uh, the Year of Living Dangerously. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's good. Linda Hunt won an Oscar for that. Yeah, but he was in it. He yeah, but I'm, like, see, I'm not thinking like he, like movies that are good. Like I know, like, but you have to think of those. The thinking of those kind of movies will bring you back, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think what he did before Lethal Weapon because that was kind of in the back. All the Mad Max movies, not whatever movie he did right before Lethal Weapon was probably the shit one because you know he fucking woke up to you know he woke up on fire. He did. He's one of the other guys that did like a romance that like we did the Man with No Face, Man Without a Face. He directed that and started it. First one. He did. uh, Romance? Romances are the fucking seed of but evil. That's the thing is he did like like an eighty four charring something road. Like he, I think he did that, like a movie like that with like, like this. Mrs. Softle. <laughs> that's it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Softle. We did it. And we also came up with a name for the podcast. Fucking Mrs. Softle. Is it Mrs. Softle or Sofle? No, whatever. I just remember. I, I mean, I've never seen. It. I just remember the VHS. But I, that's what I was. I was kind of. That's to get what I always that, skipped yeah. over at the Mel Gibson section of the yeah, video store. Yeah, yeah. There it is. I mean, he was also. What, he was also in that movie that was really good about the um, the foreclosures on the farm. Uh, what was it called? Um, ten. Uh, you know, what I'm talking about like Sissy Spacek in it too with him. It's not Tender Mercy. Well, is it Tender Mercy? No, he's not in that. It's something like that, though. He was in one of those. He's actually really good, though. Great. The River. It's called The River, you think? I think it is. It's called The River. 
Maybe. There's probably a river involved. Yeah. All right, so another actor. Same, another charmer. Yeah, I think you're right. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Destiny turns on the radio. It's a fucking awful movie. Is that, you think that might be it? No, but that's a shit, that's a shit movie. Jim Belushi. Oh, that's Mr. Destiny. What movie Tar- you like? Uh, Tarantino. Um, no, I don't like that. I've never seen it. Steve's the one who always talks about it. Oh, always. You guys remember Steve, right? Um, that's fucking Keanu Reeves. Destiny Charles on the radio might be it. You can't go Little Buddha. You can't go The Watcher. You could, you could, <laughs> you could go The Watcher. <laughs> I've got one in mind. I'm trying to think what the fuck He actually did a movie recently that's probably his most forgettable. It was like a, a movie. Was Man like of a, Tai Chi? No, no, no. But it was like it was like a movie where he there was two, two, two a couple or two women involved. He's it's like a, in the city, but super low budget. No one saw it. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, I Destiny know, I turns know. on the radio. Isn't it? Is it? It's a Tarantino movie. He's in it. I think he's just on the poster. Yeah, you don't think that's it? Keanu's not the star. You can't make it about Keanu. What about what about the no? Keanu is the star of that movie. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Jim Quentin Tarantino. No, he's not. He's not. On the poster, it's all Tarantino. No, though. you're wrong. Oh, Keanu's the definite star. Well, then, just, then I guess that should be it. There's not. He did that movie with Vera Farmiga a couple years ago, called like Larry's Choice or something. It was something like that, and that's that's also pretty forgettable. There's one it. I'm thinking about from before the Matrix. That's a major one. Oh yeah, well I know what you're talking about chemical reaction, but no chain reaction. Chain but no, reaction, it's not yeah, that. Chain reaction. That's a uh, that's a kind of a fun movie actually. It's bad. Yep, it's fun. It's fun in the same way Shakedown was. Pete Weller and Sam Elliott. Yep, tell me twice. I'll shake down. Shake down. Shake down. Everybody got it. Everybody. Got bots Glenn Fry. That's it. Shake down. There's shake a big down. roller coaster Tonight. action sequence in that movie. See, I'm thinking of the poster because it's a floating head of Keanu off in the distance somewhere. But, but I always thought Destiny Turns on the Radio was a Tarantino movie. I never watched it because it's called Destiny Turns on the Radio. About um, Walk in the Clouds? <laughs> That's a romance. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> that might be it. All right. I think Destiny Turns Array is pretty But nobody pretty associates that movie with Keanu, I don't think. You don't, but he's the star of it, so some people do. All right, so I'll go Tom Cruise. Am I wrong about this? Tom, we got to go for... We got to get female actors involved, too, man. Tom Cruise. All right, Tom Cruise. Um, I mean, all the right moves is a quick quick start. I mean, I know I know the one. The one the one that is the most forgettable one. I can never, I can never remember the name. Something lying in the title. That is it. Written by Nolan's brother. Nolan who? Christopher Nolan. He wrote it. With lion in the title? Oh, oh, lambs for lambs? Lions for lambs. Lambs for lions? Whatever. No, no, no. That's it? No, that's no, it? No. For sure. Nope. Yes. I would put my money on that as one maybe the most forgettable for him. I wouldn't. I think All the Right Moves is more forgettable. No. That's that's a movie that like he showed his penis in, so people remember that for sure. Shit, I didn't think about the penis. 
Ali Sheedy gets it. You've just forgotten it. It's like it goes. It's through, you can see it through his shorts or something. You know, people. Would, that's it's infamous for that. Plus, it's all the right moves. It's not Ali Sheedy. It's um, Leah Thompson, maybe. That's true. Damn it! His penis. Yep, you can't forget that penis. You know, when you that's the, that's the, that's the piece of advice I'd have for an actor uh, or an actress. If you ever feel like you're in a movie that's going to be the most forgettable of your career, don't show your piece. You know, throw throw your you know, slip your piece out of your bottom of your of your shirt of your uh, short cuff or something. You know, like just kind of flap it out. God damn it! Is it fucking lines for lambs? It has to be because I mean, almost every cruise movie seems memorable to me. All the right moves is a dead, dead, dead maudlin affair. You can almost this is this is how Greg T. This is how popular um, Keanu Reeves is, or Tom Cruise is. You can almost put that Cameron Diaz movie that came out a couple years ago as one of his most night, night and day. Night and day. Yeah, that would be up there. Vanilla Sky would be too along those same lines. Yeah, I mean, right. That, that, that's yeah. What do you think? You like Vanilla Sky? I do. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. I, I watch it a lot. I want. I want it. Fuck. There's gotta be his er, some early stuff. Yes, yeah, so I was thinking like I mean, but you know, even like oh, Legend. Legend's fucking famous. It's awful. It's awful. People it's remember that he's in Legend. It's an awful movie. But do you think people even remember that? He's yeah. In? Yeah. Does he play Jack? I think his the name's about, Jack. The thing that's tough about Cruz, as soon as he got a little bit of fame, and he got it early on with Risky Business, he was really smart about his career. Like, he was super smart. So it's like, he didn't make a ton of movies right away. So it's, he doesn't have, a, like, a whole lot of bad movies right out the gate, like maybe some other people would, or forgettable movies. I mean, and big directors wanted to work with him. Right? All right, name your female actor. Female actor that you want to do? What about Renee Zellweger or something? She disappeared. She's still, yeah, but she still was popular for a long time. For a week? No, for a long time. For years? No more than ten years. But she turned forty, and then you can't hire a person. On her face, she got surgery. Oh, please give me a break. Oh. Who doesn't get fucking surgery? Tom Cruise, I'm sure, has had work done. Tobin Bell didn't get surgery. He probably has. Like Robert Davi, against his physician's advisal, did not get surgery. Heart surgery. You sound like Sinatra. You look like shit. I'll be uh, emailing you again shortly. You sound like Sinatra. You look like Sumatra. Um, I mean, like, what about Oliver Platt? <laughs> <laughs> what? What about um? Oh, you know what? A good one would be. Be Bridget Fonda because it's almost like I love her. I do too, but it's almost like half the movies of her career are forgotten. Like she's got a like if you looked at her IMDb pages, it almost would be be like half of it would be like cloudy, like you couldn't see. Mr. Davi, you sound like Dean Martin. You look like shit farting. But you know what I'm saying? Like she, she, it's almost like you can only remember five. I bet we couldn't name more than five movies that she did. Bridget Fonda? Yeah. I could go way beyond that. You can't... There's no way you could go way beyond five. Way beyond five? Give me a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Lake Placid. Well, let me try to go first. Point of no return. Let me try... Because, of course, those are the first two I was... Can I keep going with Bridget Fonda? Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown is easy. 
Bridget Fonda. Godfather 3. Is she in it? Yeah. Sleeps with Garcia. She's a reporter. Bridget, Bridget Fonda. No title. Sleeps with Garcia. Bridget Fonda? Single white female? Yes. That's five. Just need one more to prove a point. Bridget. Bridget Fonda. I love Bridget Fonda. Oh, yeah. Name her movies. Working on it. She's got a cute nose. She's beautiful. Where is okay? I, now I can't flake at this stage. I've gotten I've gotten to the hard through the hardship. Okay, you did all the hard work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is like you can remember those, and then the rest is just like cloudy. Bridget Fonda. Oh, fucking Fonda. Barbette Barbet Schrader movie she was in. I mean, I can name one more than five now. Yeah, I know, I, I know one. I got the hard shit out. No, you, you're missing a very, very big one, like a very big lighthouse in the storm. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of my personal connection to Bridget Fonda. Can I say the one? Yeah. Singles. That's a huge one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, was that her debut? No. I got the important one. Godfather 3 was the big one. Here's the thing about her. She's adorable. She's adorable but she was in so many fucking movies and you cannot remember what she's in I mean, she was in oh so she was many. in Kiss of the Dragon no that's that's Mara Savino it is no she's in The Replacement Killers what's Kiss of the Dragon it's a great Jet Li movie it's great she's in that yeah is she's she like, good she's, yeah, she's actually the weak link in the movie but she's that's a fun movie that's one of her last it's where Jet Li kicks a guy's ass with a pool ball pool ball an eight ball shoot oh. <laughs> So we're, we've got six, we've got seven, I think, now. Seven. Bridges. But I mean, if we looked at her credits, it would she'd have like, she'd be in like 30 movies. So. I'm sure she's, she's a member. Was she in On Golden Palm? Was she in no. That? That no. was Jane Fonda, right? Duh. And Henry. But I thought maybe she had a role in it, too. God, you can't. I mean, I, I know there's like, she was in a movie with like a one word title about a she played the main character a girl her name but I don't know I can't remember the name of the movie um, like we actually should actually look her IMDB page up because it is I'm just we've gotten seven we got, that's what I'm saying is you try to get all that is nothing to be ashamed on me and you that, can't remember two more than I said I mean that's the thing that's nothing to be ashamed about no she's I guarantee you she's in so many movies that we Oh, I'm sure that's true, but but we got to be proud of. She made like such either poor decisions or, and she quit early. Like she quit being in movies. Or she just decided she she's got a up. great smile. Simple plan. Fuck. Just a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Kiss of the Dragon is her last big movie. Is she what? What does it say? Like the most recent thing she worked on? I just said it. Really? Yeah, it's her first last theatrical movie. That's 2001. She hasn't worked in more than 10 years. Yeah. No way. Yep. She's done some TV. Last Her last credit is 2002. You're kidding me. No. Monkey Bone. That's a fucking winner. <laughs> She's not in a lot of movies, man. How many, how many is it? How many does, does it list? It? Like 30? There's got to be like... 30. Yeah, there's like 48, but they're not big. Like, there's so few. Oh, that's a big one. What? Oh my god, we fucked up. That's what I'm saying. It's like she makes them forgettable in a 
Okay, I'm going to go, holy cunt. Her first big one, she was in Scandal and Shag, which was, you know. She's a scandal? Yeah. Her first big one was Frankenstein Unbound. Oh, what a classic. Godfather 2. That's my three. Three. Drop Dead Fred, she was in, but not a major role. I don't remember that. Doc Hollywood, minor role. Single Life Female Singles. Army of Darkness, she played Linda. Fuck. Well, that was the beginning. Oh, and then the uh, fucking, I can't believe. That's why I Best love picture of, 2000, of 1993, we forgot. Love. Bodies Rest in Motion. She was a star of that, right? Yeah. I remember that was hyped up as shit. Allison Anders? Yeah. Point of, point of No Return, Little Buddha. That's Keanu. <laughs> That's the one I was trying to think of. I said Little Buddha, didn't I? Yeah, I did. You said that or the... Yeah, you did say Little Buddha. Okay, It Could Happen to You. That's her big one. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I like that. She was in The Road to Melville, Wellville, which was awful. Camilla was the movie with her name. Rough Magic was awful. And then she kind of did shit like City Hall, Touch, In the Gloaming, Christopher Reeve directing movie. Mr. Jealousy. Nothing. I mean, she went to fucking hell. I wonder what happened. Like, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure something happened to her or something. Is she married? She have kids? Like, did she just give it up for? She she probably did. Family or like, I wonder what happened? Because there's no way she would just be stopped. Because she, you know, she did. Towards the end of her career, she did do um, Jackie Brown. Like, that's one of her last movies, right? So, and she was good in it. So why would she not get hired after that? Why? That's a mystery, man. And no one talks about it. No one is talking about Bridget Fonda's uh, lack of ambition or unhirability. What podcast is delving deep into this besides us? I the first, uh, the first message on IMDb message boards is "Please come back." <laughs> Just in case Bridget's cruising the old IMDb message boards on her own page. That's 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 a world unto itself. Those message boards. It's the like, fucking you, worst. You can look up any. Any movie that you want, and you go to the titles of the threads and the message boards, and I guarantee you will laugh out loud within just a minute of trying to peruse it. There's, it's embarrassing about human nature. They'll be like, um, like you look at like, um, like let's say you looked up, oh, I wonder what Sofia Vergara is or something, and you look up her message board, like, why her face looks so fucked? Yeah. Or something, like, you know. It's hot. Stunning. Why her face uneven? You know, or... <laughs> You know, are like, they all Asian people posting? No, they all. It's like they all have typos, or they yeah. they, they, they try to make it. It's just, you know their blood type, fucking freaky. All right, so we'll do another actor. Yeah, I know, but I, I just want to. I think we got to resolve this Bridget Fonda thing. Like, I wish she would. She probably just to decide to go on with her life. That's what I'm saying. Is she married? She have kids? Why don't you look? Why don't you look up her wiki page? No, I, I'm not. Okay, so. <sighs> so frustrating. There's no follow through on this podcast. There's no follow through on this ride home. So, next. Right. Another act. Another great actor. By the way, also, way to go, by the way. You totally proved me wrong. You really rocked that Bridge of Fonda. You really named all her movies. I named one more than... Two more. You right. made, you, or one more. You're right. We got the seven together. Yeah. I'm, I was right, basically. I'm, yeah, but I, I said I fucking killed it. I know I would kill it. Percentage... <laughs> <laughs> you did kill it. Percentage-wise... We're there. You named six out of forty-eight credits. <laughs> I know, but they're like so many bad ones. But I'm, that doesn't matter. They, even the good ones, like even you know, that movie that's classic to us, Army of Darkness. Yeah, but you forgot a minor said, part or Simple Plan, which you don't like anymore. She she had a huge role that you forgot. Okay, so two Rammy movies. So 
She left the, maybe she left the biz because of Rami. Kurt Russell. Oh. You can't count the Disney movies. The early ones. Yeah. Well, he's a kid. Just like, you know what sucks is you can't do Cusack now because half of his movies are shit now. That's another one. He's almost like Bridget Fonda now, but it's like he's purposely Bridget Fonda. But he was like Tom Cruise for the first, like, Three decades. He he's he was gold. He got I don't know what happened because he was super picky. I think what happened with him, he was super picky, and then and also kind of probably a dick. And it just like he aged out of his pickiness, and then people didn't really want to work with him. So now he's like, every once in a while he'll get a big role. Like it's like he, Kilmer. Every once in a while he'll fucking throw a dart. Yeah, like they said the exactly because he's in that movie coming out with the the about the Beach Boys. Yeah, about Brian Wilson. They say he's fucking. Great in it, yeah. so and he's in the cell. The movie that never comes out, Stephen King, yeah, the star of it. Um, forget, forgettable. Who are we doing? Cusack or Kurt something? Russell, right? All right, let's do Cusack next. Let's do Cusack first. I don't care. All right, let's do Cusack. Money for nothing. I love money. I actually like that movie. But that's that's actually a really good one. Tape heads. That's a great. That's a fish head, fish bone. Yeah. I, I, I used Wait, to, what do you think is more forgettable, tape heads or um, or what's the one you said? Money for nothing. Because <laughs> you proved the point. <laughs> Actually, I like that. Who else is in the Money for Nothing? The guy who played the guy in the truck at the beginning of Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Selling the cigarettes. All right. Money for nothing. Joe Grifossi, I think his name is. It's a true story written by a guy... Yeah, he's in that movie Max that he always talks about that I think is sort of forgettable too. Like with the son, it's uh, about a guy and a son. It's about Hitler, actually. Oh, I don't know that one then. Yeah, it's about um, Hitler. I think. The, oh, Grace is gone. Is what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's more recent, forgettable. But actually, a good performance by him. Good perform. What's the Hitler movie sound? Sounds great. It's um, it's it's. I think he is. I don't know if he's a mentor or something, friends with a young Hitler, I think. I don't know, but he, and, and the guy is, it's a, well, I, wait, I think, does the, does the guy from Edge of Tomorrow play Hitler? Yes. Yeah, I do know that movie. Yeah, the guy from, um, Noah Taylor. Yeah, he's actually a good actor, I think. I like him and stuff. Um, Shine is his first, that guy's first big role. But he's in Game of Thrones, too. He shows up in Game of Thrones. Douche. He's a douche, yeah. Cuts off, cuts, cuts off Jamie's hand, I think. Uh, Jamie Lannister's hand. Um, Cusack, he's got... That's the thing is, Cusack's more forgettable movies are recent. Um, unseen, almost. Like, it's almost you can't even count them. Well, there's so many that are not theatrical. Right. Um, and in that we can't talk to those, I, I can't I can't remember what they are. Do you? I don't remember the titles of any of them. I can kind of see the trailers in my mind. He's I mean, that, I mean, that one Tom Jane that just came out. That you know, yeah, sucked. Uh, True Colors is another one that. He was in True Colors. Spader. That's him? It's him and Spader. Are you sure that's him? Yeah, they're like political lobbyists or whatever. Is that Downey? Oh. Shit. Is it Downey? I thought it was Cusack. Maybe. Maybe it is Cusack. You might be, you're, probably, you're always more right than I am. All right, so Kurt Russell. Can't go Captain Ron, even though it's... It's not forgettable. It's super forgettable. No, no, no Captain Ron. Overboard's, Overboard's another failure. Yeah, but those, are, those aren't his most forgettable. I mean, you'd have... Um, Swing Shift. 
yeah. that might be a good one. Which actually is notoriously is a movie that apparently was so good, like an amazing like classic, and then they cut it, like the studio cut it, and it's not good. But I guess the original cuts was to be fantastic. You sure you're talking about Swing Shift? Yeah. Really? Highway in two miles and exit four. Okay. Swing Shift. I don't even remember that he's in it, so maybe you're right. You won't believe who his co-star is. In Swing Shift? Yeah. I don't know. Never guess. Goldie Hawn. And then, but there's someone else in it that's, uh... Any Potts? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making it up. I don't even think she was in it. But, um... Kurt Russell's another guy who, who just is a joy to see. Yeah, I love seeing him. Dark Blue? That might be. Man, it's close. No one saw that. It wasn't bad. Is that Ron Shelton? That actually might be Ron Shelton. That's kind of a change-up of it is. I think it is him. I think it was Ron Shelton trying to be David, uh, or, uh, what's his name? Edge of Watch, End of Watch guy. David, uh... Wait, wait, wait. Um, one's coming to me. What's the... What's the movie with, um... Something Heights? Pacific Heights? Uh... Who's in that? He's in, he's in Under Suspicion. That's the Kurt Russell one. Who's in Pacific Heights? Uh, Michael Keaton. Well, who is under... What's Under Suspicion? This that's, might be it. That's the, that's the other. That's like a Pacific Heights with my with with Kurt Russell. And is Kurt Russell the bad guy? I think tenant? he's the tenant. Oh fuck! It might, it might Pacific be Heights, I believe, is Keaton is the bad guy and Matthew Modine's the good guy. <laughs> I think. Who's the girl? Madeline Stowe. I don't under suspicion. I mean, uh, Pacific Heights. Yeah. Madeline Stowe, maybe. Okay. And then give me under suspicion. Under suspicion. Because we are narrowing down <laughs> the most forgettable. This is it. Under suspicion. And he, and he wasn't the bad guy. He's like the tenant. Right? I think he's the tenant. He's always kind of, you kind of like, you want to like him. Because I remember, yeah, dark blue. I mean, that's why he was the bad guy. So that was a big deal. Turn right towards Sugar Hill. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Under, is Kelly McGillis? Fuck. Is it Kelly McGillis? In Under Suspicion? I wonder if this is unlistenable, by the way. It's unli- it's unlistenable in the car. <laughs> it's unlistenable for us. So, yes. Oh, man. We're going to be testing the testing the waters. Oh, here. shit. I think I fucked up. Turned it's it not under suspicion. That's the that's that's a... Different. Yeah, it didn't sound right, but it's, it's, he is in one of those, right? Unlawful entry. Yes, yes, yes. Let me see. I've, I've, I've got to, I mean, I think that's what it is. But the Leota? I haven't gotten there the yet. Leota the bad guy? Oh! <laughs> is it? I think so. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I think Leota. Oh, that's one of my running jokes, the mean season. I've, I've cracked that joke the best of times. Ugh, so awful. High school movie. High school. Oh, his worst is Winter People. That's one with Kelly McGillis. That's What's Winter People? I haven't even heard of it. Off, unlawful Entry is Leota. Pretty sure. Who's the wife? The Mad- wife. Madeline Stowe. So I got it all fucking combobulated. But then who was the wife of Pacific Heights? That's the question. That's the title of the episode. Who's the wife of Pacific Heights? Melanie fucking Griffith. Perfect. That's a movie night. If we And I was right about Modine though. Let's recommend well, how could you forget? <laughs> I'm a fan wait, he's a bland white. Of course I love him. <laughs> That's that's our recommend. That'll be our recommendation, guys. The audience, treat yourselves. 
to a Friday night, Saturday night movie night. Pacific Heights, unlawful entry, back to back. I know we should do a bitch box set, like a bitch. We should like put together a bitch box set of all the bitch movies that ever all the big people have done. <laughs> the bitch box set <laughs> featuring. Fucking okay, so we got. I remember that you know I remember about unlawful entry is Le- Leota. That's what that. That's like sex in a car, like his police car in that movie, like just like. Oh, of course he does. I mean, who doesn't? I remember that. Is also that was the original title of the accused. Um. All right, we need to do one more active for the bitch bitch box set. And this is just all the forgettable. Clint movies. Eastwood. Uh, that he's, yeah. It's got to be post sudden impact. Well, he made a lot of classics early on, but then he was also in like Bonanza, right? So, I mean, Pink Cadillac's one that comes to mind. <laughs> comes right to mind. It's on the tip of the tongue. You know, tip of the brain. Clint Eastwood gets a lot of respect, mm-hmm. but he every once in a while he throws a fucking misstep. He throws he throws a bad dart. Oh, Pink Cadillac is definitely... Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. And who... Wasn't it um, the cuties in that, though? Bernadette I, Peters? I love her, yeah. Patty Lapone? Bernadette Peters was yeah. like... Oh, she's such yeah. a cutie, I think, back in the day. Um, That's why they had to reshoot some of the unborn. Bernadette. Gutsman. Um, but he didn't throw a dart with White Hunter Blackheart. He's like, I got the next big thing. Billy Zane? No, no, I got the next big actor. He's going to be a fucking matinee idol. I'm going to let him star in my directorial movie. And that would be... Jeff Fahey. There's a Fahey, yeah. I love Fahey. I love him now, Legitim- but it's partially because... Legitimate love for Fahey. It's, it, but it's it's kind of like Rudy. You know, no, you're like, no, 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 no. The, he's great, and we talked about... He's actually a good actor. We talked about this, too, because Unjustified, he still looks great. Fahey, they have to actually make him look bad. He's great on Lost, but I'm yeah, saying he's great he's, on Lost. Lapidus, he played Lapidus. Yeah, yeah. but no, the lead singer of the Chili Peppers. Well, when when we're more happy that Fahey's great because Fahey whiffed so bad in his youth, like he whiffed. We're talking about body parts. I'm talking about body Incredible. parts. I'm talking about Lawnmower Man. I'm talking about his entire filmography. Like he was just a he was a laughing stock. But instead of becoming Christopher Lambert, he fucking got it together. Because well, he, he became, he, was, he kind of Bruce Campbell a little bit. He honed his craft. He got better as an actor, too. He like, honed his craft, yeah. and, and he let the mileage on his face be a good thing. Yeah. And he, and oh, he's, he's fucking Jeff Fahey. Plus, he's, I think he's kind of a good guy. Like, he's like, he like builds schools and shit. Like, he's not like a, but he's, what not, he, he's, a he's a good guy. What does he do good? He like builds schools. What does he do good? Does he really? I Fahey? think so, yeah. Yeah, great name. Jeff. <laughs> um, but we can't I mean that's that's a that's a for, that's a forgettable career too. I mean you he's made he's probably made about seventy movies and you probably couldn't name ten of them. He's he's well because he's like eighth built guy. He's like Raymond Barry. No, he was a star of a lot of them. I know, but back in the day, but he's like Raymond Barry. He's in a million things, but he's not he, he was my least favorite performance on Justified. Who? Raymond Barry. What, who is that? His dad. Um, I hated him as his I, father. I kind of liked him, actually. I hated that character. What was his name? He had a dumb name. Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I just thought the relationship between those two was great. I liked him on it. I thought it was... 
you never liked him on that show. No, and I loved that actor. I loved him in Falling Down. I loved him in The Ref. I loved him mostly in an interview with the Assassin. But, but yeah, he was in Training Day too. Um, That's a great movie. I, I, I can't get. Day. I cannot get enough of that movie. Training Day. Yeah. Yeah, Fuqua, right? He never lived up to that movie. Yeah, and that's David Hayter, or David Ayer. That's the guy that wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote End of Watch, too, right? And directed, directed it. That's what, that's what I was saying. Dark Blue felt like somebody wanted to be. Either that or maybe David Ayer did write that. No, I think that was Sheldon. And he. And I he, think David Ayer. Suicide Squad. That's, that's what's going to kill him, I think. I think Ayer wrote it and Sheldon directed it. He also did Harsh Times, which was a good little movie. Which I never saw. Christian Bale. And Michael Pena. Yeah, Pena. Who was in End of Watch, which is a pretty good movie, too. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Got a little Eminem on my tooth. You know, End of Watch was also the original title of Pulp Fiction. It is hard to know when the world first discovered that Santa Claus was from deep space and that his body is made up of microscopic robot alien bullshit. Reindeer began getting uppity. Candy canes penetrated pussies. Bags were pulled over the heads of elderly. And cookies got stepped on. Luckily there were combatants up to the task. The lucky nightsticks. With the help of Micah the elf killer. The boys defeated Santa Claus and the Christmas witch and a whole mess of elves that were serious dickheads. Then the following Arbor Day Santa Claus returned from the sea prism he had been trapped in and with the help of Rip Van Winkle he began having sexual intercourse with the world's trees. It was more weird than dangerous but just in case the lucky nightsticks put the screws in him anyway. Now President's Day has come and things are just too quiet. Too damn quiet.
his entire ass handed to him by the lucky nightsticks. After Christmas was fucked and Arbor Day was fucked it seemed as if his alien buttocks had been defeated. But on President's Day he has returned. And he has magical president reanimation potions. Now he has summoned a whole shitload of dead Americans to haul ass all over this beautiful nation. Micah the elf killer is off doing some black person stuff so it's up to the lucky nightsticks to save the day. Sweet fuck are they gonna do? 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 Do?
is running around with his dick out.
this as hope. This is all we have. This is all we know. Ulysses this as hope. He had huge plans on being dead for forever, but now he's sitting around planet Earth doing the bidding of alien Santa Claus and Rip Van Winkle. These are both people Ulysses S. Grant doesn't even believe in. Ulysses S. Grant has been disturbed from his slumber, and he is not pleased.
unlawful to resurrect presidents, even if you are Santa Claus. So, by decree of the recognized Six Act of 2015, we demand that all presidents that have been resurrected for use in terrorism must be destroyed. William Howard Eft is here and shitting all the time.
Millard Fillmore is so badly damaged it requires so little activity that it isn't really worth the effort. It appears that the alien Santa Claus made a tactical error by surrounding himself with an army of people who have been dead for hundreds of years. Bonus content, motherfuckers. We're back because Justin was singing Glass Tiger. <laughs> so? Don't forget me when you're gone. When I'm gone. My heart break. It sounded like Rod Stewart. Don't forget me when I'm gone. So we're in a little town called Otto. Right, right near the uh, Georgia border. And we're looking for a Starbucks, and it's or, not... Or, or a coffee place. I was thinking some coffee. You're, you're actually high and mighty by the coffee. You won't go... Yeah, I, I don't like fast food. I don't like fast food restaurants coffee. I thought McDonald's recently improved, made their coffee a little bit more gourmet, a little artisan, a little more artisan. They have machines that make the... People like the fucking frozen fuck. What, the frozen? Oh, yeah, yeah. I want some coffee. I just don't want to... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm picky about that shit. Fuck that. But we were thinking, what what would happen if they put a Starbucks here in this in the Podunk ramps? They got a fucking sign that says ramps. I, I thought that'd be a good idea, but then we saw a coffee shop that wasn't Starbucks that was closed. It's called Making Coffee. Maybe they. I was thinking, if you, can you imagine they fucking walk in in Otto, North Carolina, and see you fucking little sweater on, sitting there on your laptop, sipping a coffee, fucking reading, uh, you know, the Huffington Post or whatever. Yeah. Can I imagine that? What the fuck you doing? Fucking liberal? Sitting there reading and shit? Sun's out. You should be fucking landscaping. Bullshit. It's almost worth it just to find out what kind of fucked up shit would happen. Guy walk in. You know, you get, you get these... The, you see how they go into a casino? Imagine how they'd go into a, a coffee shop. They wouldn't even wear the overalls. Sports jacket over his dick. That's it. I once, once went on a business trip to Iowa. And I went, the start of my trip was I went to this really small town by this a factory I was visiting. And I was with a couple people. And we got there early enough where we decided we were going to go to the small town's one bar. Uh, Speaking of, there's cell service there. Where? Uh, one, yeah. one, one bar. So we went there, and um, I was dressed up, like, because we had, like, to work. So I had, like, slacks on or whatever, and tucked in a shirt, which I don't like to wear, but I do. I did. And so then I walked in, and these, everybody turned around and looked at me. From the, they, were in the, was in the, they were in the bar, and this one guy said, uh, Nice pants. <laughs> nice pants or something like that to me or like you know beautiful pants I can't remember I think he said nice pants so I was like alright thanks man you tuck tail and leave 
We ordered a drink. We drank and left. It's like that scene in American Werewolf. The guy's like, you made me miss. I never miss. Nice. Nice dockers. They were bad. I'm sure that they were. They looked ridiculous. Did they have pleats? Please tell me they had pleats. Oh, but I ran back to my hotel room, threw on my jeans, and ran back and stood in front of the guy until he noticed. He's <laughs> like, nice jeans. What if he was there? Was this? He's just being nice. He wasn't. He's he wasn't. being nice. They, him and his friends, like laughed at us. Because uh-huh. you ain't from around here. Any place that says that is usually not. It's never a good guy. You walk into a place and a really good person says, "Hey, you you ain't from around here. Let me buy you a drink." And it's like, "You ain't from around here. I'm going to tie you up and and sex you." Oh man! You ain't from around here. You don't you don't know me yet. You ain't from around here. You're from where books read read themselves. This is. Okay, so you gotta love this. So we are in the salt of the earth right now. Yep. We'll be in a valley, smoke flying off the mountains. Everything's lush and green. Not a single coffee shop. Wow. Walk through the valley. <laughs> you see the name of that neighborhood? Huh. Ideal Acres. Really? Yeah. It it's old as shit. Building? The fence is the fence is goes for about six feet and then stops. Kind of ties into our poker trip. We are in Georgia. Nice. We are in Georgia now. They coffee shop. They do. You know what's so great is we've lived here a long time. It ain't much better here. In Georgia? Yeah. You seem to not be able. You don't want to move. You seem like you're buying. You want to buy a house close to where you are now. You're not. You're not I, I don't. I, I. It's not my. My vote doesn't count too highly in the house. It's not about me. When? Since day one. How about that? I, I, I've been, I want to live in the fucking, I want to live, I want to, my dream, and it's not realistic, but I want to live where I can walk outside and go to a coffee shop or go to a bar, go to the, you know, I want to, I want to be in the city types. Oh, well then you're not moving to the right place. There goes, all right. Well, nice. Cop? No. Oh yeah, this is where you want to order. This is the where you want to order a statue, right? Yeah. Well, I said if we won. Beautiful little metal statue. That dragon's breathing fire. Just go take pictures by it. Fuck it. Cupboard Cafe. Did you see anything? That might be coffee. You think so? Yeah. What's around? Cupboard Cafe. Yeah. When I see cafe, I think coffee. I don't. I think restaurant actually. Why don't you yelp it and see what they say about it? Yelp. Oh, never mind. We turned into the Piggly Wiggly. We gotta stop here too. What? We stop here too and get little snacks. Are you kidding me? I don't have to. I'm just kidding. I, I don't go to. I only go. I only go. I only go to. I only go to Fresh Market or Whole Foods. I don't go. To... <laughs> let's, just go let's just go walk into Piggly Wiggly for five minutes. Or no, we you, you, we need to get them off. I'm gonna narrate the Piggly Wiggly. You wanna go in? You you seem to want to. Get a snack. We'll get like a snack for the road. And then we'll stop again. My snack for the road is not. This woman has got a lot of shit for the Piggly Wiggly. What? We're, gonna, we're in the fucking Piggly Wiggly. There's a, this is a grocery store called Piggly Wiggly, people. Well, yeah. I mean, this is a very famous poker store. Then fucking. Uh, grocery store. Who does their art? Ray Charles? 